What's up, everybody? I am Travis. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. If you're just like me and a huge fan of stories and history, it's not a huge fan of reading about the history or reading them stories yourself, Audible.com is the best place to go. It's a one-stop shop for thousands of audio books that are available right at your fingertips. If you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknut today, you get a 30-day free trial of Audible plus a credit to your first book purchase. That's right. Just by going to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today, you yourself get a 30-day free trial of Audible plus a credit to get your first book absolutely free. So why not go ahead and take advantage of this awesome opportunity right now? Do it. Right? Oh, man. Well, guys, uh, Joe, uh, fucking, uh, it's the week of St. Patrick's Day. It is. And I'm not going to lie, I did not realize that this past Tuesday was St. Patrick's Day until about halfway through the day. I know, right? Oh, it was a bad St. Patrick's Day as far as actually, you know, participating in it. I agree 100%. I'm sitting here with a container full of corned beef. Nice. Just really enjoying myself. Very jealous. So, yeah, so if you guys out there listen to this podcast and you think you hear me chewing, it's because I am. Because, like Cartoon Joe mentioned, this past St. Patrick's Day was probably, and I guess in my opinion, except for like the day that this day was created based upon, this is probably the worst St. Patrick's Day ever. That's probably fair. Uh, right. <laughs> Definitely within our lifetimes. Absolutely, I agree 100%. And, um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that because of the coronavirus and everything that's going on, uh, this pandemic that is sweeping across the nation, um, there was not one bar that was, uh, open, um, and available to be occupied, uh, in the state of Illinois, at least as far as I know, um, this past week. That is correct, as far as I know, too. Now, Joe, Which is know, weird, because we were still supposed to vote. Oh, I voted. Oh, so did I. I made it to my poll. Yep, same. I probably shouldn't be eating while talking. Eh. But at the ah. same time, I would like to enjoy St. Patrick's Day, regardless of the fact that it's two days after. I agree. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is more of a state of mind than a day on the calendar anyway. I agree. Um, but it was, the weirdest thing is, like, you know, when I sat there and I looked at all the memories and stuff, because you go on Facebook and you check out, like, my memories and whatever, um, that's the only reason I remember those St. Patrick's Day, because it seems like every year I always post something about corned beef, or being a St. Patrick's Day, or a bitmoji of my face, uh, and this year I just realized, you know, scrolling through the fucking, uh, Facebook stories and everything, the news feed, there wasn't one thing about St. Patrick's Day. There actually wasn't one thing about uh, the primary election except for the part at the top of it where it says, did you vote? Click and said you voted. Which, uh, Facebook doesn't even know if I vote or not. Right. Nosy fucking thing. God. Super nosy. Terrible. But I got my sticker. Um. Nice. Ours were like, uh, uh, amusement park wristbands. 
where you had to yeah. peel the sticker off one side and then wrap it around and it sticks to itself? I would prefer a hand stamp. I would too, actually. Right, right. Um, I and, and I'm really excited the fact that I did get my I voted sticker because when I uh, when I voted in the um, what's what's the main one general is that the general election? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so when I did that back in 2016, I they ran out of fucking stickers by that time. So okay. I didn't I didn't get a voted sticker uh, back in 2016, but I got one for this one. And I'm not quite sure where I put it. Right? So it's yeah. gone. I uh, ripped mine off and threw it away because it wasn't a sticker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hoping it's in my truck somewhere. But, ah, uh, this, this episode is not going to be about stickers. And it's not going to be about the uh, primary election. Because honestly, I really don't know. If, I mean, did, is the results in? Is it Biden? It's Biden, right? Yeah, it's Biden. It's Biden. Okay. Good, because there was some guy who was at my work yesterday telling me that, uh, you know, Sanders would have won if there was no virus and people were too afraid to go out and vote. And I'm like, ah, I don't really think that's true anymore. But, you know, hey, whatever. I guess yeah, the weird thing is, is like, uh, a lot of people, so like the Biden campaign was like, no, nah, don't worry about it. Go out and vote. Your life isn't important. And the Sanders campaign was like, stay home. You don't want to get your parents sick. <laughs> So some people stayed home. So, um, so for the so for the cautious, to me. <laughs> the cautious and safety of uh, Bernie Sanders' fear for his uh, constituents—you know what they're called? Yeah, care, care for his constituents. His care for his constituents uh, cost him what would I would I would see as the last chance for him to run for president because I don't think he's going to do it four years from now. That's probably true. Yeah, I don't I, know. He's not, but he's he's still in the race. He's still sticking around, and there are still eighteen hundred delegates left in the Democratic uh, primaries. So we'll see. Right. Feel the burn, folks. Get out there. Feel it. Feel that burn. Please don't make me vote for Biden. <laughs> if you guys remember, um, it was either last week or two weeks ago. I can't remember. After a while, the these uh, these shows kind of just blend together. We played a game called My Corona. If you guys remember, um, we talked about some uh, Corona fears, I think it was, or shutdowns, uh, some things that got shut down because of the coronavirus, and we talked about if that was a, uh, Joe said if it was a Corona light or a Corona extra. For the most uh, part. There were yeah. a couple of Corona premiums, as I recall. A couple, a couple of premiums, where they're like, they, they really hit the money on that spot. Um, well, um. We're going to play the game again, but now we're going to tackle, uh, I believe there's 14 different coronavirus myths that are going on. Plus, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the possibility of a um, cure or a treatment for coronavirus. I want to talk a little bit about nice. that, too. Um, before we dive into that, of course, we have to start out the show with the segment that we're doing for this season called That Freaking Happened. Basically, we talk about what happened this week in history. Joe, if you are ready and you uh, have yours, please uh, go ahead. If not, I will start if you need me to. I am ready, and I just got to pull it back up on my phone. Okay. So you're um, oh, gosh, it's gone now. <laughs> Someone was born this week who was important, and I have forgotten who it was. <laughs> oh, it was Wyatt Earp. That's why it was matter. It mattered to me because he's he's my favorite old west sheriff because he's he's the one who the movie Tombstone is about, and that's my favorite uh, movie. It's Tombstone with uh, Val Kilmer and uh, 
the other guys. I don't really care about anybody else in that movie. The guy from uh, Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, Sam Elliott's in that movie, I believe, as, the, as one of the Earp brothers. Who the fuck is that guy's name? Uh, Kurt Russell. There we go. I was thinking Russell Crowe. Mmm. But no, I, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Are you not entertained? Uh, is it Kilmer that said, I'm your Huckleberry? Mm-hmm. Excellent. I don't think, even if people never saw the movie, I think they know what Huckleberry is. Right. I also love, uh, I got two guns, one for each of you. <laughs> Great. Now be honest with me, Joe. Yes. If you and Lady Science were to have a child, and that child comes to be a boy, please tell me that the name Wyatt is on the table. I hadn't even thought about it, to be honest with you. you know, I'm going to tell you right now, that'd be a pretty badass name. And I can, see, name. I can see you having a child with the name Wyatt. Especially with, like, Wyatt and then your last name. And for yeah. some reason, when I think about it, it sounds badass. And I'm wondering if that has to do with the fact that it sounds very similar to Wayne for Papa Wayne. Yeah, I feel that. But I, I think, think that's very likely. <laughs> I think, but just just think about it in your head. Don't say it out loud because I don't want these weirdos on the other end of this microphone to know. But think about that that name and your last name from that. Now I don't know what the middle name would be, but I think like a a Wyatt, a Wyatt or a Waylon would be the Ooh. best name for a son for you. Waylon is really good. I like right? that. I have like, no connection to like Waylon Jennings or anything though. <laughs> See, like my my whole thought, like, and obviously I have no kids. I have I have no uh, prospects to even have a child anytime soon because uh, I'm single and no one wants to sleep with me just for fun. Um, but I always thought Waylon would be a pretty badass fucking uh, boy's name. It's really good. I've yeah. never, I've, no, I don't think I've ever thought of that that name before, but I really uh, like it. I really like so. If I was to ever have a boy, I would definitely want to name him Waylon, but. If you were to have a child before me, which, let's face it, between the two of us, who's more likely to have a kid anytime soon? And if it's a son, and Lady Science is cool with it, and you choose Waylon, I'd be totally okay with that, because I know it'd be a badass name to go with the last name you have, just because I think it's very similar to Papa Wayne. I agree. I agree. That's solid. Solid argument. Well well, argued. That's the only reason I wanted to do this show, is to name your first child. Actually... <laughs> Wayland. So listen, we're done listen, then. That's it. Back <laughs> on the show. Twelve minutes in, I just oh, badass fucking name. Think about it though. March twenty first, nineteen sixty three. The day that Alcatraz closed. The San Francisco prison Alcatraz has been built in the eighteen thirties. The federal prison known as the Rock House such famous prisoners as Al Capone, Robert Stroud. Known as the Birdman of Alcatraz and George Machine Gun Kelly. Ah, uh, so 1969, a group of Native Americans claimed ownership and began occupying the prison. Citing the Treaty of Fort Laramie, 1868, they claimed abandoned or out of use federal land should be returned to the Native people from whom it was acquired. They were forcibly removed in 1971, currently a museum for people to tour. Interesting. I don't think I knew that story before. Well, no, I just told you. Yeah. It's like Audible. It was read to you, Joe. 
You didn't <laughs> have to read it yourself. Right? I'll tell you right now, if there was one reason for me ever to visit California, it'd definitely be to uh, check out Alcatraz. Absolutely. My, um, my grandfather, aunt, and uh, uncle, they all went to California a couple weeks ago. And, uh, visiting Alcatraz was on his bucket list. And he said it was an incredible experience. Um, took a walking tour of it. A lot of walking, but definitely worth it. And I guess they, um, they did some kind of, uh, um, what the hell is it called? Tourist. I don't know what the hell it's called. Um, basically, they, they, they put headphones on and listened to a Walkman. And oh, like a walking tour. Thank you. Or guided and, tour. Yeah. But instead of somebody guiding them, all it is is they press play, it told them where to start, and then head in this direction. And it was pretty much recorded to talk to them as if somebody was guiding them, but no one was there. That's pretty cool. So, I thought that was pretty nifty. Again, that would be one, probably the only reason outside maybe visiting the baseball stadiums I'd ever need to visit California. Just because it's expensive as fuck. It is pretty pricey. Hustling is so high out there. I think Disneyland is cheaper than Disney World, though. You don't say I'm not sure if I'm right about that, but I I feel like I'm right. Well, you could find out whenever you take baby Whalen. <laughs> uh, their first trip ever. You know who would know? Probably Sherry. She probably would. You're probably right. She probably made the prices at this point in her uh, Disney career. True. I actually prefer Disneyland to Disney World myself. But... Which one's in Florida? Disney World. That's the one I've been to. Nice. It's a great, it's a great park. I enjoyed it immensely. I mean, I that that's my only family reference when it comes to Disney. I've never been to the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not saying it's a bad place. I, I can't say no. it because I've never been there. Right. Um, Fair. So, yeah. Which which one has uh Walt Disney's frozen head? In the uh, statue huh, of entrance. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> probably, probably, Disney, probably Disney World. Feels like a, a, a thing that would happen. Gotcha. Alright, Joe. You ready to play a little bit of... Um, you know what? I, want, I, I don't want to get to that yet. <clears throat> there's, this, there's something I've been trying to do for the last two weeks. I want to talk about Lent. Oh, yeah! Because Let's we talk keep, about Lent. We keep running out of time for it, and eventually we're going to run out of time for it. Because Lent's only, what, like maybe two more weeks, two and a half more weeks or some shit? Pretty much, yeah. Um, Joe, this is your field of expertise. Uh, you g- Give us a little history about Lent. Give me give me a brief uh, a minute and a half to two minutes about what Lent is and what people do about it. Sure. I, I can't tell you exactly when it started, but Lent is essentially a, a liturgical holiday. It's It's a time of year... Uh, that is shaped by the life of the church, um, or rather it's a time of year that the church shapes its life around. That is the 40 days that happened before Easter. Um, and basically it's, it's a time that is meant to be, uh, a time of fasting and preparation for what is, uh, in the Christian tradition, the, the highest holy day of the year, which is Easter, the, the day of, of resurrection. And so, um, historically, Christians would, would abstain from, from, um, 
really, at first it was all food and sex during the days of Lent. Uh, and then eventually the, the church kind of whittled it down to where if you're a regular person, you just have to not eat meat on Fridays and you can eat whatever you want the rest of the week. <laughs> um, but usually, you know, uh, priests and bishops will, will limit themselves and, and eat vegetarian diets and, um, usually give up probably alcohol for the most part outside of Sunday mornings. Um, and, and other things. And, and typically, uh, lay Christians will pick something to, to give up during the, the month, or not the month, the 40 days of Lent, um, to help them, uh, you know, focus on something that, that would connect them to other people, you know, so like you might give up uh, juice and every time you want some juice, you think about the people who can't afford juice. And so you, you, you know, uh, you're connecting yourself to them in that way, or you might give up, um, you know, television. And every time you don't watch, every time you want to watch TV and you don't, you say a little prayer and you think about the people who, who can't watch TV or, or whatever else. So it's, it's a way to, to sort of, uh, practice some spiritual disciplines and, and incorporate them into your everyday life and learn, uh, what it is to go without and, and to remember the, the people who, who don't have it as good as we do. So. Gotcha. Now, growing up, I, I always thought that Lent was due to Moses roaming the desert, but it's not, it's Jesus. Uh, it's, it's connected to both. Arguably, because yeah. it's that's one of the reasons I think that they chose 40 um, is because it's well, it's, so it's Lent in, in most Western Christian traditions. It's, it's 40 days. Um, it's actually like 46 days, but but Sundays don't count, um, which is which okay. is how they get Ash Wednesday. But uh, yeah, so it's, it is supposed to remind you of the 40 years that the Israelites spent wandering the desert before they were ready to enter the promised land. Uh, it's also supposed to remind you of the 40 days that Jesus spent, uh, doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so th- th- there is a connection there. You're, you're not, you're not wrong. It's, it's there. Yeah. And, and seriously, when it comes to Lent, you got what? You got Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday, Good Friday. What am I missing? Uh, there's Holy Saturday and, uh, Maundy Thursday. What, what are those? So, and, in, uh, uh they're the they're the days on either side of Good Friday. So Maundy Thursday is uh, typically considered to be the day that um, the Last Supper was held, and so it's it's called Maundy Thursday because it's from an old English word that means commandment. Um, that's when Jesus commanded the the disciples, the apostles, to um, to have the the Eucharist, the the communion um, meal, and to make that like the central sacrament of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take that view historically. Um, and so it's it's Maundy Thursday. Good Friday is called Good Friday because that's the day that Jesus actually died on the cross. And so if you have a particular view of the atonement, your your view of sin is that sin was defeated when Jesus died. Um, his his death is what breaks the power of sin over the world in a, a, a sacramental lamb kind of way. And so that's what makes Friday good. And then Holy Saturday is the day after. It's supposed to be a day of mourning because this is a day that Jesus is in the tomb. He's 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 gone, you know, quote unquote. Um, and then so it's it's a way of 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 mourning and remembering the the sacrifice and and really feeling the the suffering that that recognizing that God has, knows what it is to suffer and and experiences that suffering with us, so that we're as Christians not necessarily guaranteed never to suffer in our lives. 
but we know that when we suffer, God can empathize with that. Um, so that's Holy Saturday. And then you roll that into Easter Sunday, which is, uh, of course, the opposite. It's, it's the, the celebration, you know, death is defeated, resurrection is, is available, we can participate in this new life in Christ, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Okay. I got a little <laughs> preachy there, sorry. <laughs> it's fine, man. I mean, I, I asked you the question, and you're the best person to ask it. Uh, if you guys want more information on uh, Lent and the 40 days and all that, go to church. Um, Joe, uh, most people, I think on average, uh, when it comes to Lent, uh, they do um, give up like social media, uh, mm-hmm. fatty foods, stuff like that. Yep. Like kind of like a, a way to diet themselves. Um, yeah, I've done it before. I, I think I've given up uh, a lot of a lot of different things over the course of my life. Lent haven't really uh, done much with it as an adult. But I think when I was younger, uh, you know, I I did. Uh, I'm gonna give up masturbation for Lent, and that was fun, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I give up soda and shit. Ooh, shit, soda. That's what I wanted to talk about. Segways, Joe. Okay. Segways. Guys, if you haven't had a chance yet, Freakness Studios released an episode this past Monday on their YouTube video, uh, on their YouTube channel, just by searching for Freakness Studios. We rank soda. Uh, uh, God, what was it? You, me, Sarge, uh, we sat around, uh, we sat at the table and we ranked, uh, the top ten sodas in the United States. And we picked the best one out of all of them. What were we your did. thoughts on that video, Joe? Uh, I thought it was great. It was fun to do. Um, I've never been more sick immediately after eating something or drinking something. <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun to do. I enjoyed it. Um, it was it was surprising to find out that root beer was the best. Whoa! Sorry, spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was surprised too. Um, yeah. So we had what we had we had uh, we had root beer, Coke, Pepsi, uh, Dr Pepper, Font Orange Fanta. Ginger Ale, Sierra Mist, 7-Up Sprite, and uh, Mountain Dew. Yep. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So. yeah. And um, and we mentioned, like, you know, it, it was one of those things, like, I don't know if it was because uh, of the, the way we tasted everything. Uh, Sierra Mist, I don't think, was uh, a really good one for us. I think that was dead last for us. Uh, but really, I think it determined, like, a lot of the darker sodas were better than the lighter ones. Mm-hmm. But Which it was, was surprising, on the one hand, because, like, I feel like light sodas are very refreshing. But on the other hand, dark sodas are just so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun to do that. Uh, so if you guys haven't done it yet, make sure you check out um, all our videos on the Freakness Studios channel. We have about three of them up there right now. This past week, we released sodas. The week before, me and Sarge uh, ranked uh, cheeseburgers from franchise uh, restaurants. And then uh, back in January, we did a ranking for hot sauces. We are going to do another video, uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, as soon as we get everything figured out, and uh, when we can do it, and what we want to do. But if you guys have a suggestion for uh, a video, like, idea, um, food rankings and stuff like that, you know, let us know. You could uh, message us on uh, Facebook at the FreakNet Studios page, or you could email us at FreakNet Freaknet studios at yahoo.com say hey i want you guys to rank this or hey i want you guys to try doing this and so because we're open to your ideas i mean we're making these videos for you guys and we would love for you guys to be part of the uh the um uh brainstorming that we do yeah 
the action. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you guys check out the uh, channel. Uh, subscribe, hit the notification bell at FreakNet Studios on YouTube today and sign up so you know when the next video drops. <laughs> All right, Joe. Let's uh let's play some um my Corona. Yes. So I think so. I think what I want to do. So what it is now? I have a I have a list of fourteen myths that people believed about the coronavirus, and then they give you the uh, the truth about those myths. So I want to do this. I want to do uh, Corona Light. Is um how could they really believe that Corona Extra? Or I can see how they believe that. Or no. Yes, Corona Extra. You can see how they believe it. Corona Light. How can they believe it? So, gotcha. so just okay. those two, no premium. Yeah, no, we're not doing premium. Okay, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna go. We're gonna go hard left or hard right. Excellent. Um, let's go with myth number one: cold weather kills novel coronavirus. I think that's novel. N O V E L. Novel. 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 You had it right. You're novel. Right. So the truth behind it is the CDC and the uh, WHO, which I don't know who the fuck that is, uh, other than the band The Who. Uh, the World Health Organization. <clears throat> I'm going to go with The Who. I'm going to go with British rock band. Nice. Uh, has said this from the start. The most effective way to protect yourself from COVID-19, which I don't know if that's right, or COVID-19, uh, is with frequent hand washing with soap and water or use a hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. The WHO says there is no reason to believe cold weather can kill the new coronavirus or other diseases for that matter. Now, is that Corona Light, Corona, uh, corona Extra? Where are we at? Uh, uh, light is, how do people believe that? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to say Corona Light. Um, that's one of those myths I, I don't understand, but lots of people seem to think that when you get, that, that cold kills things or that cold doesn't kill things. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's weird to me. <laughs> uh, let's go on the other side of the spectrum here. Uh, COVID-19 cannot be transmitted in hotter, more humid climates. The truth. Protective measures like proper hand washing and social distancing need to be taken no matter where you live. COVID-19 can be transmitted anywhere, regardless of how hot or humid the air is. So basically are saying the hotter it is, the less likely it is to transmit it. Yeah. This one, I'm actually going to say uh, Corona Extra, okay. uh, because you know, uh, and and as as the news has been saying, you know, the 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 uh, it's the epidemic's supposed to subside in the summertime. You know, mm-hmm. um, one of the reasons that that it spreads so quickly is because we're trapped inside with each other uh, because of the you know the social isolation practices, the social distancing practices. Yep. So once we can go outside again, it's going to be much easier to be distant from everybody. Uh, so I could see where you, you'd sort of do a correlation equals causation thing, um, not realizing that they're not actually related. Okay. Myth number three. Taking a hot bath prevents you from getting COVID-19. Mm. True. This is the truth, though. Not that that's true. The truth oh, is. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> the truth is, the myth has been stemming from the false idea that cold and hot temperatures can kill the virus. Just like the cold weather and hot and humid climate myths, this is not true. Your body temperature stays relatively stable, stable even when you take an extremely hot bath. This just leaves you at risk for a burn. 
Uh, still, the best way to prevent getting COVID is to, again, wash your hands often. This prevents viruses on your hands from infecting you when you touch your face. So, Joe, taking a bath prevents COVID-19. Corona light, Corona extra. I am going to say Corona extra, but not for the reasons of temperature. Because like I hygiene. Yeah, yeah, just hygiene. I I could see how you you you'd think, oh, my whole body is getting clean. It's gonna protect me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, here's one that I I didn't think could even have any relevance to each other, but uh. Coronavirus can be transmitted through mosquito bites, which I assume that was West Nile. Uh, hey, look, it says right there. Anyways, the truth is, as temperature continues to warm, as we dive into spring, mosquitoes will become more common again. That typically brings a risk of eastern equine as uh, I'm going to go EEE, because I'm not going to try that fucking word, and West Nile virus. But the increased population of mosquitoes does not create another channel on which you can get COVID-19. From the WHO, British band, just going with it, there has been no information nor evidence to suggest that the new coronavirus could be transmitted by mosquitoes. This is because the new coronavirus is spread primarily through droplets when someone with the coronavirus sneezes or coughs. This is why social distancing and frequent hand washing is so important. So, um, yeah, coronavirus from mosquitoes. I'll say Corona Extra. You know, uh, so many diseases spread from from mosquitoes. I could see where people would be like, ah, maybe mosquitoes are dangerous. Mm-hmm. I can agree with you on that one. Um, hand dryers are effective in killing the new coronavirus. The heat from the hand dryer alone is not enough to kill the new coronavirus. However, in combination with washing your hands, I just love how that's the answer. Every single truth is like, wash your fucking hands. <laughs> it's uh, great. Uh, let's see here. With washing your hands with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, I was told that if you need to know how long to wash your hands for, sing happy birthday twice. Uh, yeah. This method is very effective. You could also dry your hands after using paper towels or instead using alcohol-based hand sanitizer. To dry Corona- your hands? I guess so. Weird. Okay. Uh, okay. So hand dryers uh, effective in killing coronavirus. I I don't. I have trouble seeing. I'm gonna say light. I have trouble seeing how people could believe that. Me too. I actually heard that those probably carry more bacteria than uh, yeah. paper towels themselves. Yeah, it's just hot poop air on your hands. <laughs> uh, UV lamps kill the new coronavirus. It's too, it's too soon to tell whether UV lights is an effective way to kill the new coronavirus. And the World Health Organization does not suggest its use. It should especially not be used on hands or your body as it can cause irritation. UV light has been known to kill the flu virus, however. So, uh, myth number six. UV lamps kill coronavirus. I could see how people could believe that. I don't know who's out here testing it, but... Right. Somebody don't know what the hell's going on, turns a black light on, and just stands in front of it thinking that works. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, when when you leave shop class or, or chemistry class or whatever, you got to put your goggles in the in the thing that sterilizes them, and it's a yeah. UV light. So, you know, I think a lot of people have that experience in high school, so I could see where, where you'd think, yeah, maybe it'll kill it. 
God, I'm so excited for number eight. But first, let's get to number seven. Thermal scanners can detect everyone who is infected with coronavirus. The truth is, thermal scanners, like thermometers, can detect people who have a higher than normal body temperature due to infection from COVID-19. But not everyone who is infected with coronavirus has a fever yet. According to The Who, it takes between 2 and 10 days before people who are infected become sick and develop a fever. And I honestly think that's probably the biggest uh, problem with this virus. It's not so much the illness, it's the fact that you can have it and not know it for 10 days. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, thermal scanners can detect coronavirus. I could, you know, that's a tough one. I, I'm going to say extra. I, I can see where people could believe it because they're connecting it to the, to the temperature. Okay. Number eight. It just sounds funny. Spraying alcohol and chlor, uh, chlorine all over yourself to kill coronavirus. Oh, no. Uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> This will not cure you of COVID-19 if it has already entered your body. Spraying alcohol and chlorine all over your body can be harmful if it's into your eyes or mouth. The WHO. Oh, shit, yeah, the World Health Organization. They finally uh, decided to tell me what it is. Finally defined their acronym. The WHO says um, they both can be used to disinfect surfaces, however. So spraying your body with chlorine kills coronavirus. Oh. I I'm gonna say light. I don't understand. It's like it's like that old grandpa guy in in Big Fat Greek Wedding with the Windex. Yes, that's what I was oh. thinking about. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, getting the pneumonia vaccine protects against COVID nineteen. Uh, the truth is, the WHO says vaccines against pneumonia, such as pneumonical vaccine and Hemophilus influenza type B vaccine do not provide protection against the new coronavirus. COVID-19 is a respiratory infection, yes, but it requires its own vaccine, which is in the testing phase right now. Um, I want to get your answer, and I want to talk about this one for a second. So, uh, getting the pneumonia vaccine uh, protects against COVID-19. I, I'm going to say... Extra. I understand why people would believe it because the symptoms are so similar. And I also think that a lot of people don't understand how vaccines work. So I'll say extra. Okay. I can't pronounce this, but um, there's a lot of articles uh, coming out le- at least for today and a little bit yesterday that hydroxychloroquine, a, uh, a, I guess it used to be a, an old malaria drug, uh, got approved by the FDA to uh, be a treatment for um, coronavirus. Have yes. you heard about this? I have only just barely heard about it. Like, I've I've heard that chloroquine or whatever is being searched by a lot of people. Gotcha. But I, I hadn't heard anything about it. I didn't know that it used to be used to cure malaria. Yeah, yeah apparently it used to be uh, an old malaria uh, medicine or drug or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know if it used to cure huh. it or to prevent it, but it, it, from the article I just kind of pulled up real quick when I got to this myth is that it's a it's a it's a drug that was used for malaria back in the day. Um, there was a lot of testing on it, and it says FDA approved. Uh, don't quote me on that because let's face it, it's fucking me. So, um. I thought that was pretty interesting. And they said, like, if this is it, 
then it would uh, definitely be put into effect and put out there as quick as possible. Logically, I think the best way to do it is just to fly by and dust us like they do crops. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, that, wait, did you say that that's a thing they're planning to do? or No, that's something they should do. Oh, okay, gotcha. Again, it I see. it's fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right? Just, you know, they fucking spray for mosquitoes and bugs and shit during the springtime with those big-ass gas trucks. Just run right? that shit through a neighborhood. Just Look, throw you that. know what they say? They say if it's if it if it's stupid but it works it ain't stupid, right? I mean, come on now. They put warning labels to tell you not to put your hands in fucking lawnmowers, right? Things happen. Okay, um, number ten. Rinsing your nose and gargling with saline solution helps prevent COVID nineteen. Uh, the truth is, the uh, WHO says there is some evidence that regularly rinsing your nose with saline can help you get over the common cold more quickly. But it does not apply to COVID-19 and other respiratory infections. The same applies to gargling with saline solution. Now, in my mind, and Joey, you can correct me on this, when I think saline solution, I think uh, shit to clean your contact lenses. Yeah, same. Okay. Uh, but anyways, um, lighter uh, extra. Rinsing your nose and gargling with saline solution helps prevent COVID-19. I'm going to say light. I don't understand. COVID-19 is in your lungs. It's not in your nose. Right. Rinsing your nose isn't going to clean your lungs out. Sorry. <laughs> um, this one was interesting to me. Eating garlic helps prevent COVID-19. The truth is there is no scientific evidence that eating garlic prevents you from being infected with the novel coronavirus. However, according to the National Institute of Health, the NIH, nice, there's another one. It does have some antimicrobial properties. This is I just heard about today, too. Like, people were freaking out about buying garlic all of a sudden. Garlic powder and minced garlic. and It was like vampire shit. Dude. So, I, uh, I think minced garlic could work. If you're, I mean, like, minced or fresh. I don't think powdered is going to help you. Right. Personally. Like, if Papa Carl is going to be safe as shit. Right? He's um, like 40% garlic at any given time. <laughs> right. He's just, he's just held together by garlic, apple cider vinegar, and squirt. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, lighter, lighter extra. Eating garlic prevents COVID-19. I'm gonna say extra, because even though I have trouble believing it from a rational perspective, I, on a gut level, instinctively trust garlic to help my immune system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. So we got three more here. The coronavirus only affects older people, not younger people. The truth is, the World Health Organization says people of all ages need to take steps to protect themselves from COVID-19. The best way to frequent, God damn it, the best ways are frequent hand washings, the use of hand sanitizer, and social distancing. However, people who are older are more vulnerable to becoming severely ill with the new coronavirus. People with pre-existing conditions are also at an increased risk for more severe complications, such as people with heart disease, diabetes, and lung disease. So, lighter extra coronavirus only affects older, not younger people. I'm going to say extra, because this is this is the news that we got first, was that it was going to affect older people. But I yeah. think it's an interesting thing, uh, and I think it's important for our listeners to know, uh, it does affect younger people, too. There's a pretty significant portion of people who are in the hospitals right now who are younger who have it. Um, I think 20 or 30% of cases. 
um, uh, serious cases, not just uh, whatever. The other thing is that that I think is important is uh, a mild case can include walking pneumonia. So, you know, be careful. Yeah. There was um there was an article I was reading. Did I, I I try to look a little bit about coronavirus yeah, here and there as it's going through. I don't want to focus too much on Facebook. Um, but they list all the symptoms. Of like coronavirus, and it says like coughing and sneezy and blah 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 blah. And at the very bottom it says pneumonia. But I'm reading all the uh, fucking symptoms. I'm like, those are all the symptoms for pneumonia, right? So why don't you just say symptoms pneumonia? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Maybe some people just I don't know wouldn't take right. it seriously if it was pneumonia, right? It's like it's like they're saying like pressure behind the e- uh, pressure behind the eyes. Constant pounding in, uh, in cranium, mm-hmm. headache. Right. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Those things uh, are headaches. Right. Uh, antibiotics prevent and treat COVID-19. The truth is, antibiotics are used to fight bacteria, not viruses, which is what COVID-19 is. The myth has been stemmed from the fact some people who are hospitalized for coronavirus have received antibiotics, but that's because bacterial co-infections are possible with COVID-19. According to The Who, the antibiotics does not treat the virus itself. So, antibiotics prevent and treat COVID-19. I, uh, I could see why people would believe that. Uh, so I'm going to say that's true. Okay. Last one we got here. Uh, there are medicines to prevent and treat coronavirus. The Hugh, yeah, the Hugh, oh shit. The WHO is helping with research and development efforts in finding treatment for coronavirus. However, there are still under investigation. The most, the must be tr- tested through clinical trials. I don't know why I can't. This is the fucking last one. I'm fucking destroying it. Uh, right now, there is no medication recommendation to prevent or treat COVID-19, which we just talked about. Uh, I'm just going to call hydroquin because I don't remember the whole fucking big ass word. Uh, you can use medicine to relieve symptoms, but those who serve, those with severe symptoms need to seek medical attention. Make sure you wash your hands and keep yourself away from fucking people. So, um, medicine's out there for coronavirus. Yeah. You know, it's so tough. I'm going to say extra. I understand why people believe that there might be a secret cure for things. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they, they need hope and they need magic in the world because otherwise, what's the point? Uh, it's very frustrating to me though that people would think like that the whole world is lying and letting people die. So, I don't know. Because it's yeah. a world, it's a, they call it a pandemic. So, right. it's worldwide. So, right. I mean, and, <clears throat> I just, I think it was Tuesday. I think, of all fucking days, St. Patrick's Day slash Election Day, fucking Tuesday is probably the worst fucking day. Uh, a West Virginia patient came down with coronavirus. And that was the final state in all the United States, including Washington, D.C., where there was no one with coronavirus, and they finally hit fucking West Virginia. Yep. And then you look over in Europe, I believe, what, France, Germany. France. Germany, Italy, I think are the three hardest hit yeah. so far. Yeah. So I'm assuming there's some German scientist who's gonna figure this shit out eventually. Because it's fucking Germany. I hope so. Shit. I saw MDI from uh Fifth Cast. 
talking about coronavirus up in Canada, and I didn't even know shit attacked Canada. <laughs> right? They're, they're always so polite and, and right? mostly neutral. Right? I mean, how are you going to tell a Canadian to have social distancing? Right? It just can't be done. Not one bit. That's true. Yeah. Ooh. Um, sad. Joe, I heard, uh, I heard rumor and speculation about National Guard being activated in Illinois. Uh, there's a possible rumor that by the weekend, the entire city of Chicago is going to be shut down, up to and including all public transportation, including CTA buses and trains, wow. being shut down. I hadn't heard that last bit. Yeah, you know what? I didn't until today either. So I want to ask you, being uh, being uh, in the Chicago area, I'm not not in Chicago, but Chicago area, how badly is that going to affect the city? Oh man, it's going to really destroy some people because there are there are a lot of food deserts in the city where people can't get uh, to a grocery store and get fresh produce. Um, they're only going to be able to eat at like fast food restaurants, and and those will probably be closed. Um, man, that's gonna that's gonna kill a lot of people. Uh, even if they don't get, even if they don't die from the virus, they could die from, from starvation or lack of water. Um, that's rough. I hope, I hope if the National Guard is activated, they can, they can give people, you know, food. Um, but there, there are a lot of people in the city who don't have any transportation that's not public transport. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's weird, like, you know, like, I mean, being, being down here in, in the small town that I live in, you know, 45, miles or minutes or whatever it is from the city. <clears throat> um I you, you don't see a lot of what's going on up there. You know, about even by you, I mean you're 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 slightly north of the city, man. Um, I'm actually I'm I'm in the city. I'm on the I'm in the north side. Okay. Well so yeah. God, fucking no, fuck that's me, okay. I guess. You know, whatever. <laughs> um but uh it's weird down here because, I mean, like, all you hear about is, like, you know, bars and restaurants closing down. And they adapt to the situation. They determine, like, okay, well, we can't open the bar to sort out call and stuff, but we still have the kitchens that we can open to carry out and delivery and stuff like that. So, like, down here it's kind of like, okay, have a problem, find a solution, it's all good. But when things like this occur, I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a major fucking city, and it's something that... It's going to fuck up a lot of fucking people, even for if even if it's for just the two days. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I know how long it is. I, it's just shit you hear. Yeah. Um. Uh, no one's gonna starve in two days, hopefully. But that's yeah. not the point. Yeah. But it's like it's like I mean like to hear about it, like down here in my mind, it's well, it needs to fucking happen because it it needs to find a way to keep people from being around mm-hmm. each other. Um, but at the same time, like up there, I mean, like that public transportation, that's how people get around. Um, there's not a lot of people in the city that have their own vehicles and so like that. A lot of people rely on commuting, public transportation, mm-hmm. Lyft, Ubers, uh, CTA buses, the, the red line or whatever the fuck the other, the blue line. I don't know how many colored uh, lines are, but even the yeah, metro the university lots. park up to the city. You know, yeah. it's, it's just nuts. Like, I guess, like, when you dive deeper into it, and you're like, okay, well, they're shutting down the uh, trains and buses, you know, big deal. People have to sit at home for a couple of days. But then when you realize that's the only way they have access to it, like, I don't know what they're going to do as far as Ubers and Lyfts if, you know, if there's a way to say, hey, listen, you can't operate, you know, on Saturday and Sunday because there's a mass shutdown of public transportation. We're quarantining people to their houses and stuff like that. I don't know if that's right. an option. 
Uh, there's a lot of people that are talking about, like, you know, not only shutting down the city, but the entire state itself. I know there are people at work who are gossiping, right? Oh my God, are they going to shut down the shop? You know, is, is work going to be shut down? You know, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're working a half day tomorrow because of the caution that they want to take because yeah. of this whole issue. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, I guess it's weird uh, how to uh, express this, but we joke a lot here on the podcast. Um, right. <laughs> we, it's always trying to find like, like that, that humor that comes with the situations that happen, but this is a serious situation and yeah. it's not only hitting, um, here, you know, in Illinois or Chicago or Southern Will County, you know, where, you know, we live respectfully, but it's across the country. It's across the, the, the world. Um, and it's, it's one of the things like, you know, like you, you watch, you see all the memes and the goofy videos and stuff of people tearing apart grocery stores for, uh, toilet paper and you see assholes post shit mm-hmm. on Facebook about selling like bottles of hand sanitizer for 30 fucking dollars mm-hmm. and shit like that or, or buying out formula. So who, for people who don't even have fucking kids. Are buying mm-hmm. formula out of stores just so they can sell it to people for twenty, thirty dollars because they want to sit there and realize, hey, listen, you can feed your kid or not, you know, and it's a fucked up thing to do. Yeah. So, um, obviously we're poor as shit. So right. <laughs> there's not much we could do as far as like a support, uh, as far. But if you guys are out there and you're able to, uh, if you have an extra case of water or Toilet paper, formula, hand sanitizer, soap, or something like that, and you have the ability to help out somebody who needs something like that. We encourage you 100% to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wish I did. I know Joe does, especially being in the profession that he is. He sees people more on a daily basis than I do, and I know that this is killing your profession. You know, not only you know as uh, as what you do, but I mean just to see it. Yeah. I don't think yeah, we, it's rough. People, people know what you do, right? Yeah, I think they know what happens. Yeah, I think we talked about, yeah, okay. So, I mean, and we, and we kind of talked a little bit yesterday about like your alternative to what you're going to do. And you, yeah, you we're, decided, you know, I'm yeah, we're, like, we're suspending in-person services and we, we still haven't figured out exactly what it's all going to look like yet. But yeah. I got to tell you, I mean, like, I, I don't know what it's going to be like for you, but that's got us. I mean, I, I, I'm curious. No. I, this is gonna sound so fucking weird. I hope it doesn't come off wrong when I say this, but no. I'm curious on how you're going to feel standing at the front of an empty church talking. Yeah, that's gonna you know? be weird. There's a part of me that wants to set up a webcam in my office and and just do it behind my desk. <laughs> you want to do it for, you, want, you want to do it for Freak Dad Studio? <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe. Right. I got the I got the webcam. You need. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. it might be an option. Right. But yeah, no, I don't know. It's going to be weird. And it's, you know, I don't, we're, we're talking about whether or not our, our organist is going to come in. Are we going to have music? How are we going to do that? It's a, it's, it's a thing. Yeah. I really don't know what we're going to do, but we'll figure it out. We're, yeah. And, and I, and I get, and, and there's, everything in this world is always two sided. It doesn't matter if it comes to uh, politics or, or sporting events <clears throat> or even like this coronavirus. You got all the people who, or in mass hysteria, or you have other people saying, oh, it's just a flu. Regardless yeah. of what it is, 
<laughs> if you want to believe it's just a flu, it's just a cold, it's just a sickness that'll go in a couple of days. Hey, you know, you're entitled to that opinion, but the thing is to sit there and belittle somebody who is completely paranoid of it, or vice mm-hmm. versa, to sit there and tell somebody that that uh that they're not taking this too seriously. Hey, listen, like just like everything else, you're entitled to your own opinion, keep it to yourself. You don't have to sit there and belittle somebody else just because they have a different view on it. Mm-hmm. Um people who are paranoid I don't want to say paranoid, I'm saying people who are taken the extreme caution on to prevent themselves from getting this illness probably has a good reason. Whether it be they have a poor immune system or they have a relative that they spend a lot of time with that could uh, could um, catch what uh, the coronavirus and could harm them more effectively, it doesn't matter. Like anything else, we see it on Facebook all the time. We see it on all social media. You have no idea what uh, goes on in people's lives outside of what you see physically in front of you. So if people are overly cautious or choose to be more um what's a good word to uh what's a good word um for preventative what's over what's the fucking what's like what's uh, a nice way of saying overly preventative? I don't fucking I like I like overly cautious. Okay, so overly cautious about the coronavirus compared to those who just don't give a damn. Hey, listen. Live together, have different opinions. That's what I mean. Right. Shit, if, here's if, here's my my ahead. thing is this. And this this is what I said to my board uh, yesterday when we were d- trying to discuss shutting down or not. Just imagine yourself six fr- six months from now. Would you rather look back and say, "Oh man, I guess we did too much," or would you rather look back and say, "I really wish we had done more"? I love that. Right, right. I mean, it comes to the whole concept like you'd rather do too much or not enough. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, <clears throat> yeah, it may suck now seeing. I mean, let let's say I don't know how many people go to your church. Let's say 60. That yeah. could be low, that could be high, whatever. Let's say 60. Six months from now, you want to see 60. Right. You don't want to, you don't <laughs> want to see 30. Because, no. you know, because, because the right precautions weren't taken. Right. And that, that's okay. how everything is right now. It's like, you know, people are pissed yet. Yeah, they didn't go out and, you know, enjoy fucking St. Patrick's Day and everything. But you know what? They had everything the weekend before. So what did you think go to see the river get fucking painted? I think that's going to be what? This Saturday was supposed to happen, but it got canceled. Or last Saturday was supposed to happen, but it got oh, canceled. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, it sucks, but you know what? They've done it every single year before, and I'm sure they're going to do it every single year following. Just because there's one moment that you don't get an opportunity to go to Chicago and get drunk in any fucking bar, you know, on a select date, <laughs> it's, not, it's not the end of the fucking world. And people need to sit there and realize, like, there are more important things in this world, like getting people fucking formula for their child because they need it, instead mm-hmm. of the asshole who buys it because they know they can upcharge and sell it. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. People want to live in the whole concept of supply and demand. Hey, you know, everyone wants to make a buck. But when you sit there and you put someone's fucking family in jeopardy of fucking feeding their child because you want to sit there and try to capitalize on that, it's a fuck up mm-hmm. thing. Don't be Agreed. that person. Do not be that fucking person. Instead, be the person who can go out and say, hey, listen, I have an extra thing in a fucking formula. There was, <clears throat> this is the last thing I want to say, and then I want to kind of close out the show. Um, there was, uh, somebody on my Facebook, I don't remember who it was, and if it, if I did, if I did remember, I probably shouldn't mention the name anyways. Uh, there was an issue mm-hmm. with the child when it came to, like, breast milk or something like that. Um, mm. I'm not sure what happened, but, um, there were moms who were offering, uh, uh, like extra breast milk or something for the child, or however, how yeah. I don't remember the whole story. That could be that could be exactly right. That could be completely wrong. But I know it has something to do with this mom not being able to breastfeed their child because of something, and asking mm-hmm. other moms, and other moms were willing to 
donate their frozen stored like breast milk and shit like that. Yeah. Now, when I first thought, when I first saw it, being a non-parent, um, you know, that not being in that life, I thought it was weird. Right. Um, I'm just like, oh, well, that's interesting. But when you sit there and actually think about it a little more logically, and you start talking to actual like moms and shit who went through that situation, it makes a lot more fucking sense. Um, right. And I guess it's more common than uh, than what I thought it was. So. Yeah, I had no idea how common it was, but it's you know I'm glad that it is, and I'm glad that moms are such generous people. Yeah, so be like those people. You you know a neighbor who needs something, fucking just help out the neighbor. You know it doesn't take much, and you don't need sixty thousand fucking rolls of toilet paper right to get through this. Just yeah, just just be a fucking person. It's not that hard just to be a fucking person. Me and Cartoon Joe have. We have completely different opinions on so much shit in this world, but mm-hmm. we also have, we also agree on some things, but some things we also disagree on, and we get along just fucking fine. And it's not because we're brothers. It's not because we're close fucking. I consider ourselves best friends on top of being fucking brothers, yeah. but because we're fucking people and we respect each other's difference of opinions and stuff like that. Because everyone has an opinion, and you don't have to sit there and judge them because one thing is completely different than what you believe is right or wrong. Right. <laughs> Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Oh, what am I freaking thinking about? Whew. Um, I, I should have been prepared. That was a hard shift. Um, right. I am freaking thinking about... We knew it was coming. About, knew it was I coming. know. I know, but I just... I've, I've been... I Really, I'm freaking thinking about coronavirus and COVID-19, yeah. whatever we're calling it. And, you know, what, what the response is going to be from our government, from our communities, how our church is going to deal with it. Um... Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I, I know what I'm freaking thinking about. My, so my neighborhood here in Chicago, um, is actually, they, they are planning a community response team that I'm part of where if somebody needs someone to go to the grocery store or someone to give them a phone call and, and sit with them for a while or play chess over the internet, um, uh, they're going to call, uh, various members of the community to do that for them. And so I signed up to be either a person who brings people groceries or to uh, to keep people company. So I'm I'm really excited to be part of my community response team. Um, you know, regardless of our opinion on the government, my thing with with it is you can't rely on them. You know, you you hope you can, but you can't. And so the the way to keep your community safe is to make your community safe by being a part of it. And so I'm really thrilled to be a part of it. Um, really really excited to be a part of this team that's going to hopefully keep keep my community uh, healthy and well throughout this situation. Mm-hmm. I, I, so, I what about you? Um, fucking love that joke. It's a really cool thing to fucking do. And you're right. Look at community over government first. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'll tell you what I'm freaking thinking about. And uh, it's an exciting thing that I, might, I had to make sure I mentioned before we ended the show today. Uh, you guys know that this show is sponsored by Audible. And we had a couple other sponsors along the way here that have come and gone, uh, such as Fire Pit Bar and Grill and uh, WeAreDeputized.com. Um, well, being part of FreakNet Studios, uh, the whole reason that we did this is to help build each other up and help uh, Just Freak Wrestling, Doug Gray Area, and this freaking show grow. And one of the biggest things that uh, that came out of that is uh, thanks to Sarge from Doug Gray Area, he has a sponsor called BallWash.com. And after speaking with them and explaining what we do here on this freaking show and what we also do on Just Freaking Wrestling, 
BallWash.com has agreed to um, a sponsorship across all three podcasts. So I'm pleased to announce that we have a brand new sponsor to the show. Uh, alongside Audible.com, we are now sponsored by BallWash.com. And <laughs> I'm super excited for it. And uh, I'm going to give you guys more detail into... Uh, what everything is, uh, probably next week's show after we get everything, uh, finalized. Uh, but basically what it is, uh, ballwash.com, if you said anything like, what could ballwash.com be? Basically just think about the, uh, about the title. Okay. It's, 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 it's exactly it's, what it sounds like. Yeah. It, it's, it's personal hygiene, um, soaps and body washes and stuff like that. Um, for your genitals. Yeah. Pure and simple. Uh, but like I said, I'll get you guys more information on uh, BallWash.com uh, in the next couple of weeks. If you guys don't want to wait until next week to hear more about it, you could go to BallWash.com right now. Check out the website. Uh, check out their backstory and see the products they have available. Uh, you can buy um, you can buy packages. You can buy uh, individual uh, products. You can also buy a subscription to it. Uh, we are working on getting a promo code that will save you 15% off on your final order when you go to checkout. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Sarge was gracious enough to allow us to use his promo code until we get that all sorted out. So if you go to BallWash.com now and you check out the uh, shop and the store and everything and you find what you're looking for, at checkout, put in the gray area, that's D-A-G-R-A-Y-A-R-E-A, all one word, You'll save fifteen percent on the uh, on your on your price for the checkout. Uh, it's really cool. I'm really honored that they're taking the opportunity, or they're taking. I guess they're taking a chance on us, really. Um, but there's also ideas on doing some giveaways that they may send us some stuff that we could do like some contests for to give away to uh, the fans and stuff. So me and Cartoon Joe are gonna figure that out to see what we can do to do that for you guys. Hand <laughs> duty, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I'm really excited, Joe. I'm sure you're excited too. Uh, this is what we, this is what we do this for, you know, to not only, uh, put a show out to the fans, but to kind of get those, uh, companies to take a chance on us to show that we're worth it. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. So, also, what a great product. I'm very excited about the product. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for all of them because this is, this is something completely different than Audible. I mean, for Audible.com, basically it is you sign up. It helps out the podcast. When it comes to BallWash.com, I mean, like, it's they're gonna send us products so we could uh, do contests and do giveaways. Um, it's actually it's saving money to the people that sign that 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 go um that buy their products and using Absolutely. our promo codes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm really cool about again, guys. Go to BallWash.com, check out the merchandise, check out their store, find out what you want, go to checkout, put in D A G R A Y A R E A. Get 15% off your uh, final sh- uh, order num- uh, order cost. And again, we'll get the uh, FreakNet promo code here shortly after we get everything finalized. And we're just very excited to do this adventure jointly. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week, our listeners get us Cartoon Joe here at this weekend show. But, of course, an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough in one week for our fans. They need more Cartoon Joe. So... Where can we send our fans to get more Cartoon Joe? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. 
Excellent. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Freaking Show. And again, our show is released every single week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching This Freaking Show. Make sure you check out FreakNet Studios on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when the videos are dropped. They're ready and available for you to watch. Uh, that's all i got. So guys, as always, I am Tennyson. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of This Freaking Show. I'm out.